Welcome to the Jackie Stewart Podcast. My name is Jackie Stewart, and in this podcast, you will get my attitude, wisdom, and lessons learned as I'm breaking generational curses, letting go of limiting beliefs, and unhealthy patterns to align myself with my highest potential. You can expect tips and insights on all things soul-based business, motherhood, marriage, sex, spirituality, and inner child healing. If you're anything like me and know you're meant to live a life that is not determined by the shoulds and have-tos of this world, then this podcast is for you. Enjoy. I'm so excited for this episode, for the very first episode. This has been a long time coming. This has been on my heart. Starting a podcast has been on my heart for a really long time. And I finally found the courage to do so. And it's going to be so exciting because I have so much shit to say. Before we dive into what are what are what some of the things that I really want to talk about are, I just kind of want to let you know how much of a journey it has been for me to get to this place that I'm sitting here and recording this episode because I had to overcome and transform some really, really big parts of myself that were so wounded that would not allow me to step into my voice. And these parts muted me to keep me safe because somewhere along the way, somewhere in my childhood, I learned that expressing my truth was not safe. I do remember that every single time I challenged my father with my beliefs and my truth, he would shut me down and he would use God as an example of fear. He would say things like, just you wait until you get older. Karma is going to get you. God is going to get you. You're going to have to pay for that. And he said that because I triggered him and he could not deal with that trigger. Mind you, as a little kid, I didn't know that he was triggered. I didn't know that he was reactive and he actually was scared of what I said. Um, So he tried to put me in my place by using God as an example of fear. And it worked. It worked. Because for a really, really long time, I did not say a lot of things. So if you know me, then you know that if we are close and I feel safe with you, I will speak my truth. I will be direct. I won't be mean, but you will definitely know what's going on, what I think. Um, and if you ask for advice, it will be truthful, it will be honest, and it will be direct. However, if I do not know you, I will most likely not say what's on my heart. I will most likely make it look like, oh yeah, that's okay, cool, yeah, you believe that, that's awesome. And here's the thing, everybody is entitled to their opinion. Everybody's entitled to have different versions of truth, including me. And for a very long time, I just thought, oh, yeah, no, I just want to be inclusive. I just want to be tolerant. I just want people to, um, you know, believe what they believe and I believe what I believe. Like, I literally felt like, okay, I don't have this desire to convince you of my opinion, so why even share my opinion? But that's not even what it is about. I mean, yes, I still don't have the desire to necessarily change your opinion about something, but there is a place for me to say and to share what I think. There are people out there who benefit from my wisdom. 
And I know this should be true because there's so many people around me that I do feel safe with, that I do share my wisdom, that I do share my piece of advice with, and people want it. They want it and they need it. I really had to do some inner work. I had to expand my nervous system to hold that version of me that can speak her truth. I had to expand my nervous system to hold the truth that I will be okay if I speak my truth, that God is not coming for me and that it is safe. And not only that God is not coming for me and that it's safe, but also that it doesn't matter if other people disagree or do not share the same opinion. To some of you, this might sound really easy and like, yeah, that's a no brainer. But to me, and I'm sure there's other people out there that is scary. If you were raised to mute your voice, all of a sudden voicing your opinion is so scary. And here's the thing. A lot of people believe if you are scared to do something, you have to do it anyways. And I do agree with that to a certain degree that you have to overcome that piece or that you have to despite the fear inside of your body. But the other part that is true is your nervous system needs to, needs to expand to the new truth. Your nervous system needs to expand and learn that it is safe. If you do not include your nervous system, if you do not include that inner child in your head that is so scared, then you are pushing that part away from you. You are not including it. You're not integrating the wounds that you have been carrying for so long and that have been keeping you safe for a really long time. So basically you're doing yourself a disservice and you will continue to live. And here's the thing, you will continue to live with split energy. You can do that, but it is split. You will be a split person. You will be, you will carry split energy. And the idea of integrating all of the wounded parts that you're trying to push aside because you are trying not to listen to them and do things anyways is the opposite of what it means to be authentic. Because you are your wounded parts as much as you are your most confident self. You are not one or the other. You are both at the same time. And in order to hold that version of yourself, in order to hold that truth, you have to expand your nervous system. Okay. And that takes a little bit of time that takes continuous work. It takes for you to like pause, to be gentle with yourself, to have grace with yourself. It literally takes you to really cater to yourself in a way that you probably that most definitely I never did and never was taught how to do so. And even though it is work, even though it takes some time and sometimes it feels so challenging to grow, it is so much better than staying stuck. Because at the end of the day, staying stuck or growing both takes energy. The difference is the results are better when you grow. At least you're going to elevate. <laughs> Okay, it's going to be painful. It might be really difficult. You're going to face some things where you're like, man, I didn't even know that that was the case within me. But at least you're elevating. You're not staying stuck. This idea of someday this is going to happen. Someday I'm going to be better. Someday I'm not going to feel like this is no longer where you are because you are making that someday happening in your present moment. 
And as I am uncovering all of these parts of myself, I am learning that I have this deep, deep, deep desire to share my transformation with other people. Because when I grow, I don't just grow a little bit here and a little bit here and a little bit there. For some reason, whenever I grow, I make quantum leaps in development. Like I jump from one um, level of consciousness into the another one. It's literally people around me saying, oh, you know, I'm kind of learning to do this and I'm kind of learning to that, to that. But for me, it's always like, boom, break it down here and uh, we're going to learn this and uh, we're going to run through, we're going to run through this. And it's intense. It's really intense. And for a really long time, I thought I was learning and growing at such a fast pace because I was going to die at a very young age, which now I know is not true. Now I have the. I have the language I'm I'm quantum leaping okay this is actually a term <laughs> that I wasn't aware of but so as I am transforming and have been transforming throughout my life I've always had this desire to share what I'm learning what is coming up for me what is the wisdom in my trans transformation and I have always shared this with people that are close to me. I'm sharing my transformation and my wisdom with my husband, with really close friends of mine. But just recently, it really came up for me that there's more. There's a desire for me to share it with more people and not only and not directed to individuals all the time, even though there's nothing really wrong with that. And I feel like a lot of my friends and, and my husband benefit from me sharing my wisdom but sometimes I direct it to people that do not benefit from it or that are not ready for it they get triggered or they just don't care so I've kind of like redirected that energy within me because it is a waste of energy for me to direct it to people that are not wanting to hear it I mean it's their right obviously they don't have to hear what I have to say but I, I realized I have to find an outlet for me to share my wisdom. So what I want people to get out of this podcast as I am sharing my truth and growing and sharing topics with you guys is that whatever the fuck you want from life is possible. Literally anything. And all you have to do, all your part is in this life is to be open to it, to say yes to the opportunity that you want to grow, that you want to expand, that you want this, whatever you desire that it is that you want. So my vision for this podcast is for me to express myself, to really have this outlet of my own expression of wisdom and transformation, and hopefully for people to understand that whatever they want from life, they can have it. I really hope that my wisdom and my transformation is an example of you can do it. You literally can. You just have to be willing to do it and you have to regulate your nervous system and expand it so that you can hold whatever it is that you want. And some of the topics that I want to talk about for one, as I've mentioned it a couple of times in this episode, is the nervous system. How fucking important is the nervous system for us human beings? not only biologically that it is responsible for the function of all of your organs, but for your mental health and for your physical health. And in order to hold what it is that you want in life and who you want to be in life. So some of the topics that I want to talk about in this podcast,
podcast is for one nervous system regulation and how important it is for our mental health. There is this false narrative that some people just have mental illnesses just because, and the truth is they do not. Every single mental illness is rooted in a dysregulated nervous system and every single mental illness can be cured over time. Yes, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of um, trust that you have to establish with your body. It takes a lot of releasing old trauma and emotions from your body. And it might also take some medication to help you feel more regulated as you go through this process. But the problem is people who struggle mentally go on medication, which is great. And then that's where they stop. They think, all right, I'm feeling a little bit better with this medication. I can manage. The truth is, though, you are just getting a a fake regulation, which is good. Like I said, it helps, right? It helps to be more regulated in the moment. So you're not tripping off of whatever's going on in your mind. But your body is still not feeling safe. Like your body is still not being addressed. And this is the issue in navigating mental health that we only address the mind but the mind only the mind only communicates 20 percent to the body whereas the body communicates 80 percent to the mind so how can we leave out the body if it does 80 percent of the communication right and i have gone through a very challenging last year my husband um, has to we have as a couple and it wasn't until I discovered nervous system regulation that our lives really started changing. So I'm really, really excited to talk about it because I believe, I truly believe this is where we have to start. We start with regulating our nervous system and as we get more regulated and the world looks better and we feel better, we take our nervous system to expand into what it is that we want and we take our nervous system to expand so we can hold these emotions that we have suppressed for such a long time the other thing that i want to talk about which i've already mentioned is personal growth and how important it is and how important it is to share the wisdom that we get when we grow okay so there is a lot of growth that's been happening in my life just in the last six months and i'm so excited to be sharing some of the wisdom with you Um, And I just really hope that this is going to be an invitation for you to to go on that journey, to go on that healing journey, knowing that you will be better for it. It might be scary at the beginning, but you will be better for it, especially if you have nervous system regulation tools. So in the process of it, you can continuously help your body feel safe. It will be easier, more graceful, more loving, and more compassionate way for you to heal yourself. Some other things that I want to talk about are um, motherhood. I am a mother of two little kids, and I love them. But motherhood is fucking hard. It is so fucking hard. And it doesn't matter if you wanted children so badly all of your life or you did not it is fucking hard it is hard in the society it is hard because we as mothers carry so much responsibility and all of these ideas of what a mother is supposed to be is put on us 
that if we do not identify with these parts or we realize, wow, this is really not how I feel, this is really what's not making me happy, we feel horrible. We think something is wrong with us. And that is absolutely not true. The idea of what a mother is supposed to be is what's wrong. Motherhood is a spectrum, just like anything else in life. So if you don't identify with a certain part of what motherhood is supposed to be, doesn't mean you're a bad mother. It just means that you're somewhere else on the spectrum. For example, you will never find me enjoying having to be, or you will never find me enjoying actually having to care for kids 24 seven. This idea of it is so special to be needed is totally bullshit to me. I hate being needed 24 seven. I hate that I have to be on call 24 seven. I, I kind of hate that somebody depends on me for survival. Like I know it's intense, but this is how I feel. But there's other aspects of motherhood that I love. I love that. Um, I get to grow alongside my children. I love that I get to help them unleash who they are. I actually love spending time with them. I love sleeping with them in the same bed. I love, you know, I love making food for them. I love hanging out with them. But knowing that it's really me that always has to respond, even though I have a husband and obviously he responds too, but just this responsibility of being needed 24 seven is a lot for me. So there's a lot that I have to say about motherhood and how to raise your children, especially if you not how to raise your children because there's not really one way how to raise your children. But if you have been raised in a family that is dysfunctional and toxic and you are here on this planet to break these patterns and this generational trauma, I see you and I am you because this is exactly what I'm doing and it is so fucking hard. And again, nervous system regulation plays such a vital role in breaking these patterns and regulating yourself and helping your children regulate okay it is so difficult to hold space for your ch children's emotions if you weren't taught to do that for yourself it is so difficult to express your anger in a healthy way so that your children can model if in actuality you're having adult tantrums because you were never taught how to express your anger this is really difficult and it's been lonely and it's been challenging, but my husband and I, we are in it to win it. And I am really proud of ourselves because we have grown so much. And yeah, so this is just something I'm really excited to explore. Another part um, that I'm really excited to share about is birth. I had a planned home birth with my first baby which ended up in a hospital birth it was still beautiful but it wasn't what I wanted and then I did have a home birth with my second baby and as I was preparing for both of my births there's so much about birth that I learned and so much about um, the medical system and how it denies women the births that they want because they teach women or we are taught not to trust ourselves that's what it is we are taught not to trust ourselves and to put our trust into a medical provider who apparently knows our bodies and our babies better than we do 
And here's nothing wrong with if you decide to have a hospital birth or even if you ha decide to have a C-section over a vaginal birth. But what is wrong is that in this society and in this medical system, women do not trust themselves when it comes to birth. There's a million and five reasons on how we as human beings do not trust ourselves. And again, the nervous system plays a vital role in that too. But when it comes to birth specifically, we do not trust ourselves and we do not know some of the consequences it has on our own bodies and on our babies when we do not trust ourselves <laughs> and when our nervous system is dysregulated as we're giving birth. So I'm really, really excited to explore all of that, to really dive deep into that. And then the other thing that I really want to talk about and that I'm so fucking pumped up and proud of is my own marriage. I am so proud to be married to this wonderful man of mine for so many fucking reasons. It started off like that. When we first met, I already knew I had hit the jackpot. And we had a very loving, easygoing, oh my God, you're the one for me kind of marriage for the first five years. And then boom, shit happened. So much shit happened that it really broke down our relationship as we knew it. To the point that my husband and I thought we cannot make this. We cannot make, we cannot make it through this. We have to get a divorce. We were looking at divorce. Oh, luckily in this process, I found nervous system regulation. And you know, we have been in um, couples therapy and our couple therapist is amazing. So she kind of like held that space for us as we were navigating what was going to happen or not. Um, but that really helped. And because we had nervous system regulation, we were not only, and this is the important part, we were not only able to come back together from this big crisis that we were having, but we were able to expand to hold the transformed version of us in this container of a marriage. And it keeps expanding and it's become so fucking beautiful that I refer to it as medicinal love. That's what I have. That's what my husband and I have. We have a marriage that represents medicinal love. In this society, we learn that there's this one person out there for you. Hollywood, Hollywood displays that you have to find this one person. And when you find this one person, life is just going to be easy and beautiful and great. And that is not true. That is so misleading. That is so toxic. And that is so dysregulating because it puts us in this place of chasing and looking out for and not trusting and what if, what if, what if. The truth is that you can be with whoever the fuck you want. The most important thing is commitment. Now, obviously, what's also important is that nobody is really abusive, like physically or emotionally or financially abusive. But apart from that, if your values align, if you like that other person, you can be with whoever you want to be with. 
And it lies in the expansion of your nervous system that the container of your relationship expands and holds the truth of who you both really are, the authentic part of who you really are. So just in the last year, I, my husband and I have learned so much on what it means to really love somebody and to be in a marriage that is big enough, is strong enough to hold the truest version of both of us. There's so much wisdom that I've gained and so much knowledge. And I am just so excited to, to, yeah, to just be really exploring that part too. And then the last thing that I really want to talk about is sex and relationship orientation. And by relationship orientation, I do not mean sexual orientation. Sexual orientation is homosexuality, bisexuality, heterosexuality, pansexuality, queer. Relationship orientation, on the other hand, is um, monogamous, non-monogamous, polyamorous. Yeah, what, what else is out there? Um, polygamy. So... This is a relationship orientation. Just as much as our sexual orientation is part of our nature, so is our relationship orientation. And I think it is so important that we know this part about ourselves. I mean, there's so much about our sexuality that I think we need to know about ourselves that I want to talk about here. But especially when it comes to relationship orientation, it is so important that you know who you identify as or where on the spectrum of monogamy and non-monogamy you are so that you can find other people that you want to be in relationship with that can respect that. And so that you can have a relationship that represents what you really want. For example, I identify as a more non-monogamous person. So I think it is in my nature that I could be in a relationship and have sex with other people outside of that relationship. For a very long time, I did not know this part about myself. So whenever I was in a long-term relationship and I felt the desire about having sex with other men come up, I would feel so guilty and I would start tripping of like, does that mean I don't love him enough? Does that mean I'm not in the right relationship because I was also chasing the one according to Hollywood? Does that mean our sex is not good? And the last part I would ask myself is, does that mean I'm a bitch? Does that mean I'm, I'm a horrible person? I'm not a good wife. I can't be a good wife. Does that mean I'm a sinner because God hates me because the Bible says so? So much shame, so much pressure, and so much pushing away that was happening inside of me. When I learned what relationship orientation means and that there is a term such as non-monogamous and that I can identify as this and I can identify as it on a spectrum so there's no right or wrong it changed my life it didn't change my relationship because I always wanted to be married to a man I always wanted to be in a committed relationship and I always wanted to have a family with one man like I want this I want the long term but now I no longer have to feel shitty about the desire of wanting something else or wanting novelty I can accept that part I can include and integrate that part I expanded my nervous system to hold both 
and my my husband knows that about me and he he celebrates that about me he also knows that there's no threat to our marriage but he knows that this is part of who i am so what we did is we are now in a relationship or in a non or in a monogamous relationship but we call it hot monogamy which means we invite the shadow of the third without without actually inviting the third because my husband has similar desires he he could imagine having sex with other women <clears throat> and because we know this about us and we have included it in our relationship our sex has become so much more fun so much more fun it's become exciting it's become interesting it's become so much fun to get to know each other sexually on a different level and all of this is happening in the safe container expanded version of our marriage it's beautiful anyways those are some of the topics that i want to talk about i know as i am growing and transforming more will be added to the plate but let's start with them and i hope that you stick around to learn more to explore these things with me and to be on this journey of transformation with me thank you for listening to the first episode see you next time if you have been enjoying the content of these episodes and would like to learn more there's a few ways you can do that for one go to my instagram at the jackie Stewart and make sure to follow me there you can also find my link tree under which you can connect with me on different levels you can book a free connection call to see how you can use nervous system regulation to make your dream life a reality. You can also get quick help with the specific issue on Wizio. You type out any questions or situations you need help with and I will send you a personalized response in form of a video. If there's anything else, you can always shoot me a DM on Instagram and I will get back to you as soon as I can.